The reading is from Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 to 9, which is page 691. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Then I heard of the voice, the voice of the Lord, saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. This is the word of the Lord. So, loving God, we thank you for your word to us in all that it is. And we ask that you come and meet with us today in this uh, gift of your word from Isaiah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, welcome to Advent. The season of waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, For some of us this year, um, Advent actually feels quite short. Um, It's kind of three weeks rather than four, uh, because the last week of Advent is actually, the last Sunday of Advent is also Christmas Eve. Um, It's a bit of a strange one. I mean, perhaps for others... Advent feels always too long, (laughs) Um, and perhaps already Christmas has entered our houses. I know that for us, and for me, I I feel like I have to do a sort of parallel track of doing Advent and Christmas, you know, kind of at the same time, because um, the world about us is doing Christmas, Um, And there's little space for Advent. Um, And certainly, as a community of God's people here, it's not going to do us any favours if we become really grumpy and start, you know, sort of (laughs) saying, you know, switch off your lights, don't put your tinsel up, all that kind of thing. So, but it's good for us to have to try and learn how do we, how do we, um, be outward facing and in our communities which are doing this but also do our own faith journey spiritual journey of advent because whether you love advent actually like i do i do love advent i love the anticipatory feeling 
um, of a future joy. Um, And I love that this is the place in the church calendar, which is a place of painful longing, um, because sometimes we don't allow for that enough, a place of painful longing, which is actually marked in our faith. Um, But it's also that invitation of hope, even when all around is darkness. So whether you love it like me or whether you do feel a bit confused about either what it's all about um, or the fact that it's a bit discombobulating that out there it's all tinsel and sparkles. Um, So how do we do this Advent? However you feel about it, I today am inviting you (laughs) personally (laughs) to do Advent. Plunge yourself wholeheartedly immerse yourself uh, into this time of darkness and silence and longing and hope. It will help you to deepen your walk with God because our lives are not always lived either all up here or all down there. There is darkness and there is light. And for Christians, where there is darkness, there is always light. Advent gives space for this time where the light is sometimes hard to find and hope for. So the passage in Isaiah... The the verse that I wanted us to reflect on and really kind of take away with us today isn't the one which um, often that passage in Isaiah ends with verse 8 and it's wonderful and it's about us being, well, possibly sent, sent if we say yes to God. Uh, But the verse that I wanted us to reflect on was verse 5, which says, woe is me. I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. I am lost. I am one of unclean lips. In Advent, we are given this as a gift. We can say, I am one of unclean lips. The darkness is often less out there than it is in here. In Advent, in our country, geographically, globally, we are helped by wintertime. That's why Advent is this time of year. Um, because the outer world of darkness helps us to reflect on our inner world, our inner reality. And you know, it's liberating. It's a liberation to be able to say, I am one of unclean lips. I am not whole yet. The shalom of God 
which is that word which we translate into peace. So when we say peace be with you at the peace, we're, we're inviting the shalom of God onto one another. And actually shalom is a much bigger word than peace. It's wholeness, it's completion, it's redemption, restoration. That has not come to this world yet. And it certainly hasn't come completely to me yet. I am a work in progress. But it's not a lesson in pessimism. We are not cup half empty people. As I said, it's a liberation. It's a liberation. We don't have to pretend that we are anything other than we are. We are a people of hope. So we have both. We don't have to pretend, but we have hope. And our hope is not in us. I am one of unclean lips is swiftly followed by yet my eyes have seen the king. So in the darkness as we sit, we don't say, I'm in the darkness, but I'm strong enough to get through this. Or I'm in the darkness, but actually I'm really justified in hating that person over there. Or I'm in the darkness, but I'm not really wounded. I'm fine. We say, I'm in the darkness, yet my eyes have seen the king. It is dark, and we live in a world where we are often pressed from every side, external circumstances and our own internal heart world. But we have a candle of hope wherever the darkness feels most pressing. Yet my eyes have seen the King. So I wonder today for you what it means to you to have seen the king. I wonder if it feels like a distant memory. It's a pinprick of light. I wonder if it feels like actually you are still in the throne room, sat on the lap of the king, I wonder if you are clinging to the robes for dear life, only just holding on. Yet my eyes have seen the King. Advent is your gift in a busy world. It invites us to be honest with ourselves and Naked before God. I am one of unclean lips, yet my eyes have seen the King. I am a sinner. I have seen my Redeemer. I am wounded. I have seen my healer.
I am incomplete. I have seen my shalom. I am one of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King. In Advent, we are invited in the darkness to look for Easter, past Christmas, for the dawn, the resurrection. And sometimes that's that's the, the resurrection which is coming. And sometimes that's the resurrection of each day from the darkness, whatever it is that binds us. There is an ancient tradition in Advent um, <clears throat> which we sang, actually, at the beginning. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is a song which comes from this ancient tradition of the O Antiphons, Antiphons being these chants um, that we sing in the last week of Advent, just before Christmas, so the octave just before Christmas. Um, and the, each antiphon um, rests on an Old Testament foretelling name of Christ. So Emmanuel um, and uh, Clava, Key, Root, uh, Adonai, Lord. They are foretellings from the old into the new. Uh, so I wanted to read to you um, a sonnet which Malcolm Guite has written based on one of these antiphons. And the antiphon is called O Orients, which is the dayspring, the morning star, the first star uh, that we see, the brightest star in the sky. Uh, and the sonnet picks up both on this idea of the resurrection uh, that will come to us after our death. So there's death and the resurrection, there's darkness, there's light. Um, but also this ongoing resurrection and darkness which we experience. And if you, like me, are a fan of C.S. Lewis and the Narnia books, you will pick up... Uh, from the voyage of the dawn treader, some of the stuff in there. So there's a little mouse called Reaper Cheap who ends up uh, in a new country um, in the light, uh, beyond, way beyond to the east, uh, because that's where the day spring is towards the east. First light and then first lines along the east. To touch and brush a sheen of light on water. As though behind the sky itself they traced the shift and shimmer of another river. Flowing unbidden from its hidden source. The day spring. The eternal primavera. Blake saw it too. Dante and Beatrice are bathing in it now, away upstream. So every trace of light begins a grace in me, a beckoning. The smallest gleam is somehow a beginning, a calling. 
sleeper awake. The darkness was a dream. For you will see the day spring at your waking. Beyond your long last line, the dawn is breaking. Advent is a time of longing, hoping, and waiting. What are you longing for? Who are you hoping in? How will you wait? May you be held safe in the darkness this Advent. May your eyes recall the sight of the King who brings you shalom, wholeness. And may you wait in certain hope that he is coming.